here we are with what is this episode three of our fucking return, return to, to form. Return to form. Move over, bitch. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, if you're new here, uh, this is the washed up controlled chaos arc. We're we're in our washed up. We're we're about to hit. He's already thirty. I'm about to hit my thirties. I've gained twenty more pounds since uh I was at peak sexy. Uh, my peak was like probably like. December of 2020 and it's been all downhill. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, everything happens for a reason, though, right? You got the girl, and then I'm messing around. Uh, no, I'm doing good. Um, but it is funny. Like I was thinking about every time we do content now, I'm just like, man, I do, I do be missing those days where we were fucking on the grind, you know, making right? like six videos a week. But you know, there's pros and cons to it, of course. Yeah, I uh, mean, you get that massive burnout. You get all that fucking lovely, lovely. We got, we got to do it now. We got. Three hours. There was there was some friendship ending uh, argument. <laughs> I, I didn't I threaten to throw you off the balcony. <laughs> uh, I think the biggest one. I rem I have very clear memories of being at work and like being terrified that you were gonna delete the channel out of spite. I because we were arguing about something and I, and like this is when we, our views were skyrocketing and I'm like and you were pissed about something. I don't remember what it was and I was like God, what if David just deletes the it pit? All of that I'll, I'll tell video. you exactly what it was because this mother uh, the the one who wants smoke the most out of everyone out of the channel. The one time me and Red were like we're gonna fucking troll this guy who stole our yeah! thunder. This is, this is back when we were like not SJWing, but like low Someone key. Someone stole my thumbnail. That's what it was. Low key. We, <laughs> okay, so I was. This is during the Vic shit. If you don't want to know about the Vic shit, go back. The Vic arc. To like oh, two or three crazy. years where it was like, and it was fucking weird. Anyway. We were in our was, we were in our the quartering phase <laughs> just a little yeah. bit never as bad but a little bit I, I, I wouldn't even say we stooped that low because we still had dignity That's we true. still we still respected women you know what I mean <laughs> we, we just we, we just, were uh, doing you know, the Nuxtaku whammon shit though a little too whammon. hard. <laughs> I still don't have my full voice, and I hate it. We were just had our middle school phase. I think that's what it was. Middle school phase at twenty. Oh, terrible. But uh, uh, anyways, we were uh, yeah. I, I was watching all the Vic shit. I was just waiting for evidence to show because I, I, I waiting for it. I, I compiled this guy called like something senpai, anime senpai, something fucking senpai. It was something senpai, and uh, I was like, bruh. Saw my thumbnail. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I wonder if that still exists. I'm like, that's clearly a fucking thumbnail. And then we made a whole joking video about it. And then David's bitch ass in the Discord was like, what the fuck, Randomly out of nowhere, David was like, I'm not feeling drama this one time. And I was like, David, <laughs> both of us. Like, I miss when we went to, we were making videos just for video's sake. And I miss when we had like Chris and Jessa and Swan and Eli and Justin. I'm like, bitch, are you having a midlife crisis? <laughs> I don't want to focus only on David. Uh, we've all done cringe. I've had my. We've all done. I love how the fucking yeah. hentai devil outfit is just literally. Oh like, yeah, our our highest. That's our peak as a channel. <laughs> it still exists. It will return one day. When, dude, I, I'm telling you. Okay, guys. So, peep the guys that are still here. Thank you. Um, until you know, we're gonna continue doing our every two week podcast thing to keep the content alive. But when Chainsaw Man comes back, you bet your sweet ass. 
regular Chainsaw Man content. You know how King of Lightning is with One Piece? Like two, three One Piece videos a week, theory videos, review videos, live reactions maybe. We're gonna be a Chainsaw Man channel, motherfuckers, all right? I mean, we already <laughs> kinda are. We were yeah. one of the first to cover it, and then we mm -hmm. stuck with the entire series yeah. on like, all of our other shit. The views will come crawling back. I, I, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Um, but, Thurman, yeah. we've had a lot of news here this week. Uh, I kind of want to keep it rolling because we got you for an hour. And David's had a lot of nudes here this week. I mean, five ninety nine. Oh. you can see my bussy. He uh, threatened my co-workers with nudes today. <laughs> I was on a call. <laughs> a voice memo. Anyway, but yes, uh, get, get into your news. Uh, so, the last two weeks we've had a lot of like acquisitions and gaming. Like The big one being Activision being bought by Microsoft. And today, out of fucking nowhere... Sony's like, and we're joining in the acquisition phase, and they bought Bungie. Never thought Sony... It's funny, because you think Bungie, you think Microsoft. You know, for right. the longest time, Halo, Bungie, Microsoft. Uh, uh, yeah. Fucking the, the Thanos, you come crawling back to me. <laughs> but no. Wait, you have a fucking... You have an Infinity Gauntlet somewhere, don't you? No, that's uh, one thing I don't have. I do want one. Okay. Um, But no, like... I find it funny, the studio that, or the, the company has tried for so long to make a Halo killer has scooped up the Halo OG. We give up, we just want Halo now, it's, it's ours. Right, <laughs> but I mean, they invested so much in Destiny back in the early days, it kind of makes sense that they picked it. But this yeah. new studio has made three franchises. Marathon, they made fucking Halo, and now they're working on Destiny. And I guess they're working on a new IP as well. Oh, yeah, bro. You know, we got Sony buying a sh Bungie. You know, we got TMZ getting upset that James Bezos don't how to smack an ass, man. We got some great news I going on. I didn't hear up. about that one. Can yeah, someone I, summarize for uh, me and the audience who may not know? I, I found it while I was scrolling through Facebook. Uh, TMZ, because I still follow TMZ for, like, drama. Mm. Um, and, like, it was a fucking headline. Like, he he's over here in the news because he smacked his girlfriend's ass. I'm like, how is this news? In public or something? Yeah. They were at a beach. Like, who the fuck cares? I mean, that's TMZ for you. Yeah. Uh, they'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I'm Chris TMZ Brown to... crossed the street. Oh, God, no. Wait, how are you saying there, man? Leave the TMZ to. Where's my real <laughs> news? Where's, where's the fact that, uh, you know. I don't know. Well, what's what's real news to you guys? Well, but you know? that's that's TMZ. Like I'm, I can't even. That's like getting mad at like. I'm trying to give a good example. That's like try, that's like getting mad at like a gamer for playing video games. Like like that's just what they do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. T, like I don't go to TMZ no, like looking Bill for like Mark. world changing news. No. Bill bro, that's Bill Maher, bro. <laughs> Bill, <laughs> Bill Maher, dude. That's an OG fucking controlled chaos video. Holy God shit. God damn, dude. Are getting upset because there's comic book fans? Like, oh my God, why are you in comics? Go read. Oh, oh really? God, what a controversial like thing after making money off of Iron Man 2. Oh, man. But, like, that... Something that pictures in it, you child. It, it baffles me. Like, this this week has seemed to progress and regress our society so much. Like, we're back to book banning. No, oh my God. I mean, is that's the history... The history of book banning is the history of humanity. There will always be reactionaries that want oh, to yeah. ban things that oh, don't Oh, for like. sure. Like, if it... If it Strives to grow the child's mind is bad in any way. I mean, I want to ban anti-vaxxers, you know, <laughs> by uh, yeeting them off the planet. So, uh, I mean, like, I we, mean, everyone's got something that they want to ban. I don't believe you if you don't got something you want to ban. Yeah, for sure. But books is a little ridiculous, because, like, books really shouldn't be able to hurt anybody. You know what I mean? Like, theoretically. Yeah, yeah theoretically yeah. In, in Minecraft, right? 
I don't know. I but yeah, no. Generally, if you're the if you're burning or banning books, you're you're the bad guy. Usually, that's how that goes. Yeah, I mean, it's mostly red states anyway, so uh, they they're not the smartest anyway. The, it was, it was the ones that need the books the most. It was a book about the Holocaust, right? Yeah, or something. Mouse. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Classic graphic novel that I even read when I was in school. There's a lot of issues. It was required reading yeah. for me. Not that this is much uh, in our wheelhouse, but actually, I guess we've always talked about politics too. Um, thanks to moi. Uh, but like, uh, yeah, you know, with the fucking critical race theory hubba lubba lub that the right wing is like going on and on about. Uh, you have like a lot of right wing school boards going crazy on I mean like some of them want to and I believe have taken steps to stop teaching about like Martin Luther King stuff like that's how far they're going it's insane (laughs) I I urge everyone and this is me pushing my own personal agenda here but Neil Gaiman has been tweeting a lot about this uh the author of Good Omen Sandman and a lot of stuff and he, he's brought up, like, the history of it, because he's lived through it, because he's a very old, respected author, and one of my favorite authors, actually. And watching him go, like, this is what happened when I was in school, this is what happened, you know, back in, in the 50s, 60s, I'm 70s, I'm trying to remember 80s. which Doctor Who episodes he's written. I'm going to look that up real yeah, quick and, and see if they're good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you've even said, like, some of them were some of the better ones. Um, But, yes, like... He has lived through this time and time again. I remember when my school was trying to ban fucking Harry Potter when I was going to school. And some have successfully banned Harry Potter from their school libraries in the past. So it's, yes, it's a tale as old as time. But Thurman, you and I have one very, very big topic that we need to talk about. Do you remember what I'm talking about here? Because I tweeted about this on the Control Chaos Twitter. Oh God, he's dead. He's we, we killed him. He, he, I mean, I did hear something while you were talking that might have been him saying, like, oh, yeah. "Hold on a second. Um, Go ahead, be. reveal the top. <laughs> oh, Thurman, are you there? Oh uh, yeah, my uh, sister-in-law called me. The guy who was working on our um, our um, damn it, I moved. My dog awoke, and I about to follow me in the garage. God damn it. Oh, being loved by a pet, bro, is a curse. I know. I I have a kitty right here. I have a kitty here. Yoinker. Oh, give me me kisses. Give me lovely. If you scratch me, though, I will punt you. Uh, Yeah, right. Listen, I'll be honest. I don't give a fuck that they're innocent or if they're animals. They attack first. It's free reign, baby. I'm going to punt that shit. Bam. Um, Attack first. Yo, this man is going to get a phone call for PETA in the morning saying, uh, we we have some uh, video evidence of you saying you will punt a cat. I almost stepped on her taking If they fuck out. with me, they deserve it, yo. Okay. Yeah. If I'm going in for lovies and they do, they have some sort of fucking reaction. It's on them. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> Thurman, you and me, Radiant Black, Supermassive, Rogue Song, let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah, Radiant Black, bro. Okay. So, okay, 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 okay. Uh, so, sorry, I'm in the bathroom. Of course. The, un- the unprofessionalism <laughs> is we're going back to 2015 control. Wait, when does channel start? Not 2015. Uh, 2014, 2015, somewhere around there. Really? Did I really? I've known Red for that long. That's fucking it, crazy. Uh, hey, baby, I can pull up the channel. I'll, I'll do a look it up right now. <clears throat> I've been for even longer than that, like two in two or three years earlier. In fact, it's been at least five years that we've known each other. Yeah, I mean, we knew each other for a little bit before we started the channel. Then I made the channel, and then we didn't upload anything to it for like a yeah, year. Yeah, I'm gonna look up when our when our channel trailer was was put up. I think that'll be good. David brought in red from IT, unknown man. Um, but yeah, so I pushed this on you originally. I'm like, I think this is right up your wheelhouse. 
then we met Kyle Higgins at Comic Con, and you bought the the first like volume of it, the physical volume. And then um, I kind of didn't read anything for the next couple issues during that period of time. So I'm recovering from COVID. By the way, yeah, yeah. David's got a, a cough drop sucker in his mouth right now because he's he's uh, on the end of COVID and he's coughing too much. <laughs> so I'm recovering from COVID. Full disclosure. There. I've been talking about that on Twitter. Um, so. Like, the last couple nights I've been catching up on, like, Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin, uh, Power Rangers Universe, uh, Radiant Black. I, I started reading uh, the the Lucifer Omnibus as well, and Saga. But Radiant Saga. Black is the perfect comic. Go. Okay. So... Uh, so, are, so are we gonna are, are we gonna gush about like Saga or are we gonna gush about like Image? Because either or is fine, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Red and Black. Why you should read? Why you should read section? Start recording. Well, this is one for, raw file, man. Remember, we upload these as big podcasts now to save us time. Okay, so basically, but, but, okay, I will write down a timestamp for you though. What, what's the timestamp? Uh, so I can put it in the comments. Thirteen minutes. Thirteen minutes. Go ahead. So, Radiant Black, why you should read, read Radiant Black? Okay, for starters, <coughs> let me talk to you guys. I am, I officially count myself as a comic book reader fan now. Glock, get out the bathroom. Do not lick the toilet. God damn it. Y'all know dogs don't understand you, right? I, I never understood people who talk to their pets like like, like they're humans. Just, just like, move, pick them up and move them. Fucking... <laughs> You have a bowl full of water. Why? (laughs) So, Radiant Black is this love letter to Sentai and superheroes at the same time. My puppy wants to be be a brat. So, anyways, Radiant Black. Now, listen. There's no question. Yes, buddy, I love you too. A question that I, for, like, I would consider, like, a two a year, a two years ago, is when I started my comic book reading career. I know I make it sound weird as fuck when I say that. Like, bro, you call it like, comic book reading career? Yeah, I do. Get over it. It's like, my manga reading career started when I was a freshman, sophomore. So it's like that. So, anyways, uh, I'm still fairly new to comics, but like. The best part about it is, is like, and the reason why I like Image so much is why I, I told Kyle Higgins, it's like, Image is very beginner friendly. Uh, mm-hmm. And if I, I wanted Red to get into comics, I would definitely recommend him, like, Image, IDW. Yeah. I would hate like, him Saga. It's very beginner friendly. So, the reason why is that is I, I, as, a, as a new comic fan, uh, Radiant Black is probably one of my favorites because already I love Kyle Higgins' writing. Like, immediately, as post-time Skip Thurman, the characters, uh, the main character and his best friend, who's now officially the main character, I guess. Right. It did that since, I think, oh, did power they, suit. Did we changing. do a, a Gone Kurapika? Sort of. Mm-hmm. But he was, like, beautifully well-written. Like, I love, like, the main character's, like, drive, his emotions, like, like the fact, like, it, it, it's, it's, it's so good, it's almost like a fever dream, how good this, this comic is. Like, character, character You're writing. selling it pretty well. Dude, you remember Zazel's Den? We gotta go, oh. like, watch the... Oh, God. <laughs> look, look. Like? <laughs> I look like a fucking serial killer in that thumbnail. 
I'm sorry, real quick, Thurman, you remember Azazel's Den, David's little fucking vlog series that he forced us to upload? <laughs> I mean, you won't bring those back, that's all on you, buddy. Hell no. <laughs> that's what nah, Twitter's bro. for. Uh, true. We have security over you now. <laughs> you want to bring back those Azazel's Den? Go ahead, Dave. Azazel's Dead and Buried, that character's long gone. Uh, you guys, TikTok is where Azazel will, will live now. Oh, you, should, you should at least made it a series if you're going to kill the character off. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Back to Radiant Black. So, um, for Radiant Black, right? I, um, all like, you know, like me being extra aside, though. But I definitely recommend it because the series itself, is really, it, it's still new. Uh, I think it has like, it's at 12 issues, right? Well, the 12th issue will be released uh, in this month because it's a monthly series. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, So basically, the series is about... Uh, I, I, I'm bad with names, so David can help me out there with the names. But a, a main character who is a who's a writer, <laughs> writer, and it starts <laughs> off as him essentially going through a writing block, basically, essentially what it is—a writing block. And he's he has to move. So so what basically what it is was he uh, moved to I believe it was New York, I think. New York, well, the city, wherever state he's in. He was moving city. from the big city, California, back to his piss-ass town, and I believe it was Illinois. Yeah, so he he left to the big city to become a writer, and he failed at becoming a writer. And so he got depressed, and he had to move back to uh, Illinois to start writing again. Well, I think he had a, a successful short story, because I think that's how yeah. it goes. When you, write, you have a good, successful short story. and then You, you know the depressing part? The, the the fucking beginning of this synopsis for the for volume one that you bought at Comic-Con. Nathan Burnett has just turned 30 and things aren't great. He's working and failing at two jobs. His credit card debt is piling up and his only move is to move back home. <laughs> How relatable. <laughs> I will say, by the way, Thurman, um, our first, so I was a little off, uh, so were you. Uh, our first podcast episode was 2017 of April. Yeah, the OG version of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And that was basically the first video we uploaded, isn't it? It was the first video we uploaded. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we tried to implement, like, an off-topic style podcast. Mm, of, mm, look at we did it backwards. Oh, my God. One fat boy. My haircut. I, I, <laughs> we I, are so ugly. Oh. Dude, if you guys want to go back and just, like, look at the glow up and, and just appreciate it. Like, look up Controlled Chaos Podcast Episode 1. All right? This is the reboot you're watching right now. If you want to go back. Yeah, here, let me just. Just, just look at this. <laughs> Wait, focus, focus. Is God, it... we are so fucking mm, ugly. Mm, mm. It's not gonna focus, is it? It is not going to focus. Imagine showing your current girlfriend what you looked like back then, bro. What? <laughs> Listen, if you lovely. can't do that, then that's 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 a red flag on your relationship. You gotta be able to be. You think? What do you think she's gonna do? Leave me because I used to be ugly? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> mine <laughs> went through my whole ass fucking. Face Wait, I want Thurman's body. reaction to that. <laughs> <laughs> you were ugly back then. I'm sorry, this is a deal breaker. I know my boy's gonna be. You didn't pop out the pussy looking like that. <laughs> I can't. I like that. to pop out that pussy over there on that right hand monitor. Oh yeah, David's got like a, a anime key, girl pin up over here, and I keep getting distracted by it. That would it's be so funny and sad at the same time. Like, imagine, like, your girlfriend just, like, leaves you because she found out you were ugly as fuck back in, your, back in the day. I mean, you know like, what that would be, though? That would be a blessing in disguise because you don't want to be with that girl. <laughs> anyway, um... I'm eating my socks. 
So the the big the big takeaway here is like after going back to that that little small ass town in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, he gets this like portable black hole, right? Well, I'm already interested. And that kind of gives him his Sentai suit powers. Mm. And it's hard to talk with a sucker in your mouth, I'm finding out. Yeah, but it's probably good for your, your cough. It is. Yeah. Um, their their yeah. throat really pops. Um, but anyway, like getting that, immediately he basically extorts the police because they're there to like stop them because they think they're involved in some bullshit because they're randomly walking home drunk after, you know, coming home. Mm-hmm. They extort the police, like, fucking middle of the fucking air. There's a train. They've stopped and everything else in it. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. And this is all, like, the first, like, 15 pages <laughs> of issue one, right? So we're going from that to, like, base, like, fuck the police. Base? That. Uh, <laughs> A lot. What the fuck is that? He's dude, still talking dude. to his dog. <laughs> Thurman, <laughs> shut the who, fuck your dog. Not real. I mean, not Shane Dawson style, but like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we also go from that to this. Uh, they call themselves. I don't know what they call themselves. This is a disaster already. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it would not be controlled chaos without a little bit of chaos. Um, but we go from there to them essentially working for the police to stop this other super-powered person that has the radiant red, basically. That's me! Um, and this person is robbing banks, can bulk up, like, Hulkbuster suit style with that almost control matter with their power. Which really comes in handy for busting down safe doors and, you know, blowing holes in entire banks and just walking out carrying two double bags. You find out a little bit more about her backstory a little bit further on. Hmm. Not going to spoil all of that. So good because, like, the, the I think what sells this book the most is the character writing. Like, Kyle Higgins, no bullshit, knows how to write characters. Like, they're very relatable. Even, like, the red... Uh, Radiant is very relatable and why she wants, why she's like, I wouldn't say she's evil, you know, she's just a normal person putting in a bad situation, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it's crazy because like I was, and the, the shift to, um, to the main character not having his powers anymore, spoilers, by the way, um, so well, that's traditional that's, Sentai. There's always a changing of the suits. It's just the way it happened, and that's just not it's common. It's crazy because... In this bitch. Mm-hmm. See, it's crazy because, like, I, I love the main character so much, and I so, I got attached to him. I was so upset when they, when he switched suits. I was like, bro, like, what? But then, spoiler, but then, apparently, he might get another suit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like... <laughs> He was a huge kickback in 11. And I'm like, oh, my boy's back. My boy's back. I was so happy. Mm-hmm. That's a good feeling in, like, stories when you can... I love returning characters in stories. Like, um, like in Fire Force, when I was worried that uh, the Uncle Reaper character, who's got the most Japanese name in the world, so I can never remember it, um, I didn't know if he'd ever come back again. And when he did to fight that fucking Colossus uh, Infernal, I was like, yes! It's so, and One Piece does that so well, too. The character from goddamn 20 years ago just pops back up. You're like, yeah! 
One Piece has yeah. that nostalgia ability to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm going to I'm going to spin this a little bit more here into the Sentai side of things. So the the changing of the suits always really tends to happen more in the Americanized versions of this, like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, for example, when the Peace Conference happened. So Kyle Higgins also wrote a bunch of the Power Ranger comics leading up to like the Dracon arc, right? Ooh. The Shattered Grid. Which really got me back into Power Rangers. So that's what kind of led me down. Like, what's he doing besides this? I'm not the biggest Ultraman fan. I do respect it. I do enjoy it. But not that really didn't tickle my fancy. And I saw Radiant Black and it being an Image comic. And Thurman gushing so much about Image. And me, you know, getting into Saga and doing a lot of other, like, side things. And you recommending me a bunch of other Image stuff. I'm like, I'll give this a try. Uh, you know, go back and read it. Because I, I turned you on to it when I heard about it originally. You know, this is a guy that's writing all the Power Ranger stuff. He knows how to write good characters. He knows how to do all this. And then me, you know, COVID, what, reading all this, you know, again in like a night. And what got me into this uh, whole mood of talking about this was um, another really important thing inside of all of this lore because it's a love letter to Sentai and to traditional superheroes. What originally introduced me to Kyle Higgins was his Nightwing run. And that is one of my favorite characters of all time, is Nightwing. <clears throat> and that is one of my favorite runs of Nightwing. So, I, I'm sitting there and reading all this. I'm like, okay, I can see where he took a little bit from this and a little bit from this. And this is a little bit more leaning into the, the Mighty Morphin and all that stuff there. And that tradition of changing the suits that we're getting now and um, the potential for him coming back is another thing that happens a lot here. You, you see, um, for example, Tommy losing the powers originally in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, losing the ability to turn into the Green Ranger, and then the White Light arc and him becoming the White Ranger. You saw Jason come back as the Gold Rangers when Trey uh, wasn't able to and Zeo wasn't able to materialize i don't remember the exact terminology they used for it so he got the the z06 powers um so we <coughs> we see i'm a material girl Sorry, I was uh, we see a lot of um that nod and influence here in radiant black with the potential for him to get a new suit or a new power and mm. fight this war here that we're potentially going to see in the next couple issues leading into Supermassive, which is this massive crossover event through all of the black market narrative that he's working with. Uh, Ryan Parrott, who did a lot of the Altarian War for the current Power Rangers arc, the Mighty Morphin and the Power Rangers arc, because one is the Omega Rangers, which were the Peace Conference Rangers that just fucked off and never came back during the, the contract disputes. And then that's how they wrote them out of the show. But they, in this, they're kind of like more off planet, doing intergalactic Captain Marvel type type stuff. And then the at home Rangers fighting, you know, Lord Zed and everything. Um, so we're seeing him pick up a comic called Rogue Sun and this black market narrative. And there's another one that's Inferno Girl Red that had a Kickstarter. In the back of the first couple issues of Radiant Black, and that's all going to collide in the supermassive. Inferno Girl Red is actually going to be the title of my autobiography. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I think you need to have a... It's after my transition, dude. Okay. <laughs> that was the joke I was going for. Um, 
But yeah. Uh, like, by the way, spoiler. Uh, just for context, or just to be absolutely sure, because we are leftist enough to maybe make that believable. I am not transitioning. I I couldn't pull it off, dude. Uh, <laughs> if I no, I probably still wouldn't. Uh, I don't think I could pull it off. Uh, You'd be and, a handsome lady, Red. Uh, yeah, that's. I don't know if it's mean or not. <laughs> I feel like it's mean. <laughs> it's a backhanded compliment. Take it. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I couldn't do it. I'm too too ugly. I barely pull off being a guy. I, I, I could pull it off, maybe, but... it's the, the, the You got everything but the face, brother. I do. You look I, at that, that chin. That's a manly-ass chin. There, there's surgeries for that. Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, it'd be an expensive procedure. Uh, donate to my GoFundMe. Don't you want to just exist, though, as this like amorphous in-between gender yes. blob? Yeah, exactly. I, I, that's the perks because of being... it, Yeah, because if you just do enough... If you have enough face cover shit, you mm-hmm. absolutely... And, like, dress in, like, women clothing, you probably could... Tra- oh, yeah. You could trick people. Not that that's the goal, of course, but, like... Well, the goal is to be perceived how you want to be perceived. Right. right? So, like, you could definitely do Gender that. is a performance, so I forgot my role. That's a good... Yeah. That's my... I showed weight. you that quote. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, yeah. Oh, dude, can I show everyone my favorite fucking con purchase that David ever made? Look at this. Look at this fucking angel dust bondage body pillow. That's top tier. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) All right. Anyway, wrap up the radiant black because I got to talk to Thurman about One Piece before he leaves. So like, I'm about to make my lunch and then head out, bro. You said six o'clock, slutty whore, bitch. Well, uh, I know, but, yeah. So, the the big takeaway here is if you are a fan of Sentai and traditional superheroes, this is definitely a comic for you. Like, there is 125%. I love David's it. cat is literally crawling right in front. Like, like, you guys can't see it, like, just below the camera. Like, David, like, all over his computer. He could, yeah, she could definitely turn. Oh, my God! The fucking, that was incredible! I'm so happy that's on camera. David, like... Flipped his cat. I don't even know. Okay, anyway, I'll show you that later, Travis. Anyway, so um, anyways, uh, let me gush a little bit more about Radiant Black. So Radiant Black. uh, Yeah, let Thurman talk, please, before he has to leave. Every everything David was saying. And it's just like I said, I can't stress enough how good his (laughs) is. Like I'll keep saying it. it's like really, really good. Like I think that's most like the fights are good too. Don't get me wrong. Stop your nose is wet. Stop it, Glock. Uh, but it's just like the way like because we we've talked about this on our channel before. The the best part about any fictional uh anything is the characters except like gameplay games. Games you know the best thing about you know a game should be gameplay. You know their characters and you know stuff like that. I don't stop it. But um. It's, but Radiant Black is, it's perfect because you can feel the main characters, I know David probably mentioned it, uh, drive to want to, you know, because like, we've all been in that moment to where like, we really, really want to succeed at something, really, really want to succeed at, at a, uh, career or something like that. And we just can't, and, and, and let's be honest, reality hurts. We just don't really have the talent for it or, you know, just like the, the skill for it, you know? And, and it sucks because you really, really try. And then you, every time you try, you keep in the rut. And then you find someone who's better than you. Like, you know, it, it's a very stressful, like, situation. And I really like that Kyle Higgins knows how to write the main character to feel that sort of, like, situation combined with the fact that he now has been has to deal with this power that he's never gotten before. You know, it's a very good sort of like modernization of like the normal human mind, like monitoring like day like t- 
two lives, you know what I mean? Monitoring a career that they may or may not succeed at and then living your everyday life, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like it's it's just really really good, and then like the other characters, like the powers are really fucking cool. Like I love reading Black's powers. Like, holy shit! And, like all the other I love that the power up was a cape. Like the other other radiant uh, abilities are really cool. So I definitely recommend it for the use. If you like Invincible, you like this. Like it's really so. Thurman, out of all the radiants that have been shown off first so far, uh, who is your favorite? Uh, I like the one who can teleport. Honestly, I love Pink. I love Pink so much. She's such a snarky is- bitch. I love her. But they're, they're all so good. Like, I love how all the powers are definitely unique, too. I love that Pink has turned her entire persona into being a fucking streamer. Doing superhero shit for views. Because that'd be such a flex. <laughs> uh, have you seen, um... You, have you, I, know, I know Thurman has. Have you read, uh... Fuck, what's it called? The... the Fairy tale author's new work, Eden Zero. Is that nope. Called? Do not give a fuck. It's, it's fine. You don't have to. But it is Eden Zero, right, Thurman? And this man has a hay bone for Hiroshima for Hero so much. Mashima Dude, so much. I triggered the fucking fans so much. Well, Just... I, 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 I only bring it up because um, one of the main characters is kind of like that. Like the, I believe one of the main characters is like a uh, what's it called? A V Cuber or something? I, I've seen. <laughs> Bro, I'm all caught up. Eden Zero has been fire. Eden, I, I respect that. Apparently, he's, like, doing better than yeah. Like, I've heard that he's, like... Because Thurman has told me that he he did one of those, oh, you think I can't kill bitches? And then he's, like, killing yeah. bitches. Yeah. See, the thing... I had two major issues with him as an author. Because uh, like, I stopped drawing. I think Thurman's trying to say something then. Bro, this nigga, like, bro, you thought, bro, I, yo, literally, Mashima was like, you guys been talking so much shit about fairy tale. I'm gonna fucking show you niggas. I'm gonna fucking show you what I can do. I made fairy tale easy because I wanted to have fun. You don't want me to have fun no more. You want me to show you. Want- Dave, you want me to show you what character death and writing is like? Let me show you. This motherfucker kills off so many characters. So many characters. And I'm just like, bro. Mashima's done with you guys' shit. He's tired of you motherfuckers. He's tired of you guys making fun of Fairy Tale. He's like, fuck it. I made Fairy Tale because I can write. And he, bro, like, and the best part about that shit is, is like, as an adult, bro, I get it. You know what I mean? That's why low key, like, yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, you can say it's bad writing, whatever, whatever. But now, low key, that's one of the main, one of the main reasons why I don't give a fuck if. Returning authors don't kill off their shit as much anymore, you know? Because it's just like, bro, they're like, I can kill off characters if I want to. I don't want to because there's no reason for me to. That's not the point of my series. And I, 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 I fucking love that. I, I, I don't give a fuck. One of the reasons why Chainsaw Man isn't as goat as people yeah, claim it is I because too many, there. too many fucking deaths. I'm sorry. I do <laughs> agree. It was a... I disagree. Uh, that, to me, that that added to the feel of the unique feel of Chainsaw Man. That added to it so much because it literally the, he was going for a feeling of dread. Okay? Oh yeah, that was a theme of that series. I don't think it was meant to. I, I don't think that the, a lot of those deaths like. I don't, I don't think he was going for what you think he was going for. I don't think he I think he goes real quick. Up more. That's fair. But I, I just, I don't think that it was like, I don't think he was writing each one of those like, yeah, this is really going to be deep and impactful. I truly think that that all... No, he was over there like... I just think that he was literally going for what he... Because like that series, it's like a series 
full of dread with the one shining light being Denji, right? And he is slowly getting fucking his spirit crushed as he goes. Like, the entire point of that first half is Makima crushing his spirit, right? Mm -hmm. And the world around him is also doing it. Um, so, no, I, I had no issue with it. In fact, I love it. Like, I, I'm sorry. I'm completely opposite. I want as many deaths as possible because when, uh, when an author shows me that deaths can happen, I never know what to expect. Okay? Right. Because then some people live, some people don't. You know what I mean? And, like, um... You know, I guess, because, like, One Piece right now in the fucking, uh, like, it's genuinely looking like we could fucking finish this war with Kaido with, like, zero in in important deaths. And if that happens, it's that's, not a war. that's stupid. Yeah, like, like I love that's, Oda. That's fucking, that's Kishimoto shit. Mm -hmm. And I should expect it, because that's what Oda does. But, like, no, I disagree. You know, I, like, uh, and, you know, you can enjoy what you want, but, like, I'm always going to be a, a whore for, the, for the, deaths. The biggest, I, yeah. the biggest issue I have is he killed so many characters so quickly. He could have paced them a little bit more. And he, sh he has shown that he can have Red in Fire Punch. God. Without killing every three the, seconds. Yeah, you just gotta have a little girl get fucked by a dog, right? That just seems nothing. It was just artificial. That's not just oh, a random dark joke, by the way. That literally happens in uh, Fire Punch. There uh, is a character in that manga. There's a that, lot of bad shit in that series. That literally serves his dogs. Yeah, his deal, like, he comes in and he's like, all right, your job will be to sexually please my dog. And she's like, what? And he's like, you heard me. And I'm like, okay. It's fucked up. So, yeah, just to give you an idea, Thurman, he toned it down for Shonen Jump, right? This man he, is he'll a He'll probably tone it back up. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, less urine and less dog fucking. Yeah, I don't need... The rapey shit is one of the few things that still gets to me in fiction. Um, give me all the murder you can, but, like, the rapey shit, I'm like, ugh. Um, but yeah, so, and the biggest issue I have with uh, Mashima uh, was, I, I stopped reading about the same time you did, and I, I had this conversation with one of our mods in the Discord, because he's like, y you're going to get all the hate from the, the fairy tale. I'm like, doesn't matter what side you take on Twitter, you're going to get hate from one side or the other. Uh, so I, I'm kind of immune to like the the stupidity of social media. Also, it's not like we're like multi thousand followers. Like I won't give a fuck if I was or not. Yeah, 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 but I'm just saying like he's not getting that much hate. Like, you know, it's, not, I, it's not I, like he's bombarded by hate. He'll be he'll no, be I got fine. that with fucking Promise Neverland when we stopped <laughs> sucking his dick. Um, go on a on a tweet that already has like a thousand people on it, and then tweet something controversial, oh, yeah. and then have people tweet or retweet your shit. That's that's the quickest way I've noticed to. Like, you have to go on a tweet that already has, like, a, a bunch of fan people on it, oh, and yeah. then just... You know. That's what I did, though. You know, Thurman, you know how many cap emojis, like, I made a, I made a TikTok about, uh, it was, like, uh, your most controversial anime opinion, and, and it was that Fire Force is, like, way better than JJK, and it was just, like, full of cap emojis. <laughs> and you're not wrong. It is. Um, True. And it's also your fucking opinion. My opinion is that Mashima should just write fucking hentai because that's what he's good at. He's uh, very good. Uh, his art's incredible. But like my biggest I, issue. Go ahead, sorry. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> like he really do be wild and like the report where he, my man's is horny because I mean, sometimes I'm reading in zero and he purposely puts in. You see the bathroom? Stop talking to your fucking dog. Damn it! Uh, there, there was some sometimes in the series where he would just he would just blatantly put in like a like a etchy point just because this the camera dude, just randomly the camera angle will be like panty level, right? I, I remember. I would never forget this. I think I posted this in the group chat, but uh, mm. he's, he's dead. Okay, oh, I got, I got, 
I got distracted, but uh, that was his it, brain melting out of his ear. It's so crazy because like there was a one point in the arc where it was it was serious they're on a planet full of evil robots that's being taken over and they're all, they're all fighting and everything like that. Is this like early that. on? Is this early? Two characters just got out of a fight. And, the, and one of the female characters is like, you know what? I'm going to take a break to take a bath. <laughs> he literally took a, in the middle of a, in the middle of a bath, of a war zone, of a fight arc. She was like, I'm going to take a bath. And I was like, yeah. The man knows what he likes, dude. <laughs> that's was, like, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to derail this. So in SAO's new movie, uh, they finally get to a floor where there's a fucking house, like, right... I think it was, like, 420 or some shit. 420? Um, but there's a full functioning bathhouse. And Austin was like, Oh, it's a bath. Yes, if there's one thing women love, it's bathing. And then she immediately st starts stripping after throwing Kirito out. This is before they're fucking. This and is before they're fucking? What the hell is the timelines right now? So this is, like... The original arc from Asuma's standpoint. Oh. Yeah, it's the spinoff progressive movie that I went to see. Right. Um, progressive. Anyway. I, I know that's not. I know that's not what that means, but I'm imagining it's called progressive because they're like, let's let's make it from the woman's perspective. <laughs> I mean, she, she's she's more she's she's a girl boss in this one. <coughs> she really is too. Mm -hmm. We're gonna, we're gonna cut out the scene where she's like being licked by that one guy for like twenty minutes. They haven't got to they haven't got to ALO in that. Um, mm -hmm. But anyway, Awesome's point of view will be very fun for that one. <laughs> just like uh, hand in like no, please. We're gonna need a trigger warning on that one. <laughs> There's no way. Uh, but no. Thurman, go ahead, real quick. There's no way you can get on Mishima when Sao is right there. Like I, I feel like the author of Sao. I, I don't know if it's this. I don't know if it's the dude trigger. wrote his own fan fiction. Well, remember, yeah, no, you can't really blame the author of Sao for how the anime happened because it's like a novel, right? Like that, it got like totally butchered, from what I understand. Yeah, they they took a lot of it. Let me tell you. Let me rant about Sao's bullshit real quick, okay? Sao was fine. One of the dumbest shit that pisses me off. But literally at the beginning of the fucking series, it's established that. I and Kirito are fucking married, and somehow he still has to get the harm. What in the fuck? Like, why? My man's a monogamist over here, Thurman. Wow, I wouldn't have expected it from him. <laughs> pisses me off. I do nothing. I love harm series. I love it to death. One of my the what? One of my biggest, one of the biggest tropes I hate in manga, because only manga from what I've seen. That like I hate it makes me very uncomfortable and very pissed off when two characters are very already established, but yet the writer still has like love romance issues with like Thurman other be heaven. Thurman's a loyal man, ladies. ladies. And like and like that that pisses me off because it, first of all, it makes me so mad because I'm just like, bro, there are in a relationship. Try, stop trying to ruin the relationship. That's the first thing. Second, <laughs> It's, it's just like I I, 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 I've said this repeatedly. One of my favorite Glock. Stop eating the plant. So God. technically, third. I think he's still talking. One of my favorite uh, horror mangas is Strawberry, 100 percent or Ichigo 100 <laughs> percent. Ichigo from Bleach. Anyway, nice. uh, so the reason why I like that manga so much is the fact that the main character. Is literally like a middle school should love you know having multiple crushes in like middle school and because that's what you do. Let's be honest, we're all we're all middle school. We had crushes on like five girls, right? Like uh, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm, I'm just a hoe, but like we you know like you're a hoe. 
you're young, you're stupid, you know, like you like multiple women. There are a lot of pretty girls when you're growing up in middle school and high school. Like you're not, I mean, high school, unless you get into a relationship or whatever, but in middle school, you know, you're like, oh shit, that girl's really pretty or that girl's really pretty. You don't have a chance of any of them, but you can still have like small crushes and shit, right? Like that's, to me, that's what like a good harm should be, right? Like the main character, male or female, having a tough time deciding between multiple good candidates for relationships for them and then ultimately picking the one that they think is the right for them the most. And that's what Ichigo 100% was all about. He was struggling because each girl had something in a personality wise that they liked that he liked and they were all they were like he was meant to be with all of them but he he could only pick one and that's like, you know, like a okay, I have to I can't, you know, I can't bullshit no more. I have to settle down and be in a relationship with one that I think mm-hmm. I can see myself with. And I, I like that shit. Also, I like horror mangas that have like that are also like shonen battle manga too, like uh, Nejima and Trinity Seven, because you know I like that action shit. But anyway, but you know, but that's why I like and like SAL doesn't have that shit. You already established that Asuna wants to fuck Kirito. Yes, but technically, risky. Thurman, they weren't. Technically, they weren't in a official relationship until the ALO arc, where fucking the the creepy over on the fairy kings over here basically molesting her in fucking the ALO world. Bro, I don't give a They were established. SAO is the Fifty Shades of Grey of anime. Yeah, but but like at the initial arc, they were just friends in a fucking video game, basically. Like, I have sus fucking comms with most of my friends in, that, in, in like, fucking group chats inside of MMOs and shit, See, dude. Thurman, the disconnect you and I are experiencing right now as uh, filthy, casual monogamists, uh, we're, we're dealing with a pansexual here. Not only does he want to fuck everyone, he wants to have 30 s- simultaneous relationships. No, <laughs> no. Trust me, I don't want that. I do not. I'm putting that on camera right now. I do not want that. I can barely handle one. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, not, I'm, not, I'm not even saying that. You know, like me, me. I, the I, difference, I'm, the I'm difference thinking... in that that mindset, though, Thurman, is this is somebody in a in a long distance relationship. They have no idea how far apart they are, how where in the world they are, because this is a worldwide launch of a video game. That's this fair. could th- This could be somebody in the middle of America having a, a casual romance. It's, it's like a, a Discord boyfriend. Right. right? Yeah, like, right. I might never meet this guy. Yeah. I might never meet this person IRL, or I might die tomorrow. You know, that's the initial reason, like, oh, well, let's form up here. Like, I can have a chance with any of them, but once he finds out, like, oh, I'm like three city blocks away from this person, I can have an actual meaningful relationship with them. That's when I'm like, okay, I'm more on your page there. You know, there's no need for the fucking harem bullshit after that. I will 100%, like from ALO onward, there, there's no real need for that. It's just the author's style of writing. And I do agree, it is kind of cringy, it's kind of, you know, stupid. But in that initial phase of the, the death game arc of SAO, that's uh, something that they had no idea the distance between them or if they would live to see tomorrow. The dream drop distance. Hey, Thurman, um, before you have to leave, uh, so wrap up your SAO thoughts real quick, but I do want to just very, quick, <coughs> very, very quickly talk about One Piece. So go ahead and wrap up your SAO. Stop. Ricky, go, go, go away. Oh go, go away. Okay, so... Um, yeah, I, I don't buy that shit, bro. They, it was clearly established, right? I, I, I just can't, like... And, and I mean, they, they technically had canonical, non-canonical sex in 16.5, no. but... 
16.5. There's a fan fiction chapter that uh, Recky wrote that he does not, he is not fond of anymore because it was a product of his younger days, where it's basically nothing but a glorified fan fiction hentai chapter. Man, this man knows all of the fucking. I, I feel like SAO is getting up to the point where it's as complicated as Kingdom Hearts. Lore. No, it's not really. So many different goddamn subsections and what's the, canon there, and what's not. Well, that's the one that he's like, this is not canon. I wrote this when I was a younger kid. I'm not a fan of this. Just like he's stopped writing uh, sexual assault as a plot uh, right. after alicization. Even worse when like Sinnoh was announced into the series. And I love Sinnoh. Sinnoh was actually the best part by SEO. Fight me. But, uh, uh, waifu for waifu. Um, she, and then, like, she was like a heavy candidate for like, bitch, no, he's already taken. Like, and my thing is, like, my thing is I'm not even Technically, like... Technically she beat the shit out of him originally and then she fell, you know, like in lust with him. Growing up, right? I, I'm <laughs> that maybe like I I would consider having open relationships. I'm not against like open relationships. In fact, I low key I think I would consider having open relationship and trying it out. They have their places in modern I society. I think that I, I personally I don't really. That's why I'm saying single. I don't think that I could be. Uh, I wouldn't. I could be faithful, but I don't think I could necessarily just get in a poly like, relationship. Then Thurman. Tied, yeah, that's what I mean. Pot tied down to one person. You know what I mean? So uh, there's too much. Um, there's too much Thurman to go around for one lady. It's not even that, but I, I just love. I think it's because I have multiple best friends and shit like that, and I just love like. And he wants I love to fuck them. his best friends. That is true. I know I this about Thurman. For like all of them, so it's just like, I, I don't know. But Thurman, when are you gonna fuck me? When, when's it happening? Uh, turn to a girl and I got you. <sighs> you. You know, I unironically wait. Have you fucked yet? Uh, like I haven't asked in a while. Are you still a virgin? Yes, I'm. I'm trying to lose my virginity in May when I head to Vegas. Oh shit! Uh, just you know, get tested. Get everyone involved tested. I don't trust some random fucking street hoe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> random fucking. You know, that, that's funny. But it's not. I'll probably just pay for it. So, uh, okay. That's so, why he was saying that you stupid fuck. <laughs> but uh, anyways, <clears throat> real quick before you leave, Thurman, I got. I got. Okay. So first, all I want to talk. <laughs> uh, David, get yourself a sucker, boy. Swear to God, <laughs> something to stop you from coughing. I'm gonna kill myself. What is that? They're like we're... lozenges. Oh, okay. Anyway, what are you saying, Thurman? So, um, e e anyways, uh, I do like Storm series like that. I think horror series like that are great, but SAOs is just fucking. Gotcha. I think that's that's a plot for real it, but... quick about One Piece, Thurman. Um, so the only thing I want to talk about in One Piece is Zoro seeing the visage of the Grim Reaper. <laughs> what the fuck? Everyone's, everyone's just betting it's Brooke. Yeah, yeah, and that would make sense. But, like, the only the only thing that's making me a little sus about it is that normally when Oda does a, a gag like that, I feel like he would pay it off in the same chapter and not, like, bait you throughout an entire chapter. You know what I mean? And yeah, because this chapter, I will say that this chapter was very misleading. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Kid and Law versus uh, fucking Big Mom. It's, like, the last two pages. It's like, it's like the last two, bro. That's what I was talking about. That's what we were talking about before. Like, it kept switching through, like, everyone leaving, everyone doing this, everyone doing that. And I was like, I was expecting, like, a full-blown, full-page kid versus Big Mom. I'm hoping that's what's next. Like, this is reminding me of, remember how the Robin fight was, where it was, like, the first fight, or the first chapter of the Robin fight, it was, like, a couple pages leading, like, leading up to it, and then we got, like, the full one where she went into the different form and everything. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, Oda, like, uh, the pacing on this fighting, his fights are crazy, but like, 
What, do you, is that what you're going with? Do you think it's actually Brooke, or like it just seems so such a strange thing to throw in there? Uh, I hope. I mean, the chapter was good. Okay. To me, the only two things that it can be that isn't stupid and bold, because I don't want randomly all of a sudden there to be like afterlife spirit shit in One Piece. Like, there's no way. Like, I don't think I don't think it's literally the Grim Reaper. The only two things that I like are that a it's Brooke fucking around, or b Zoro is so close to death that he's like hallucinating right now. Um, and I could I could fuck with that second one. Alright, go ahead. That that was all I had to say. What, what do you need to say? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping, I mean, <laughs> that's not my issue with it, the chapter was, it was, like, very misleading, because when I went into it, I was expecting, like, <laughs> I was expecting, like, a full-blown fight, and I was just like, uh, okay, Oda, uh, says Big Mom versus Law and Kids, where's the, where's the fight? I mean, I'm right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we haven't gotten a good... I was gonna be pissed because like when it was like they got, it was looking like they got defeat as the fake out defeat for them uh-huh. and uh, Big Mom was about to go go up there. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Oda? King of Lightning would be really King of Lightning is is very much on the Big Mom should not lose here camp. What are you on? I'm on the. I just need some fights at this point. At this point, I don't give a fuck. I just need. I just Yo, need because all the fight. I mean, I want to know if you agree with me on this. Have all the fights been mid since Roof Piece? Roof Piece was good, but everything other than that, fight wise, has been yeah, kind of mid. Yeah, I, 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 I literally been saying that uh, even like the side fights for like Jimbei, Frankie were mid. But like, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I knew, I knew something was up as soon uh, as soon as I was like, okay, these fights, because usually even like the side fights are pretty fucking fire. Yeah, like, like think, uh, go back, Frankie versus uh, fucking Baby Five is a, per- not Baby Five, Pro- what the fuck is it, Senior Pink. Uh, Senior Frankie Pink. versus Senior Pink is such a good example of like a more new One Piece fight that he took the time to actually develop. Like that fight, I'm pretty sure it got at least two or three chapters and there was like a story going on in the fight. There's a really good uh, video done by Mr. Morge. Mr. Morge has been the big like, Oh, shit, sorry about that. Mr. Morge has been the big, like, these fights suck YouTuber that I've been, like, coping with because he agrees with with our take on the fights recently. And his, and his whole take on it is, like, normally a One Piece fight always has, like, a through-line story. There's a story involved in there. It's not just the fight. There's, like, an interaction happening with the characters. There's things happening, and it goes through these phases. Um, but these recent ones have only been the final phase. There's no setup to these fights. It's just, it feels like you're seeing the last five minutes of every single fight. Yeah, and, and that's how I felt totally with like King, King and King and Zoro and Queen and Sanji. Like, bro, that Ugh. shit is disrespectful to both characters. So oh, disappointing. God. Like that's like I was like, I was like, wait a minute, is that it? <laughs> like, bro, that shit is embarrassing. It's pretty bad. And like, like I said, either the only things that I will ex- accept here, like in terms of the manga, like. I either we have to have some sort of I, like if there's a moment because again like one of the did you you did watch the Mr. Morge videos I sent you then? Yes. So so he's got a theory where because they're ancient zones and one of the things that was set up about ancient zones or, or excuse me not ancient uh, awakened zones right because clearly they'd be awakened like there's no way they're not and one of the things that was set up about awakened zones back in the <laughs> Impel Down arc is that awakened zones their like whole big thing is uh, durability and like they'll get up after, like, they'll, it'll seem like they're dead, and then bam, right? So, like, I'm praying to Oda that, like, they get up, and they're like, you thought we were fucking done? Like, I want one of those, um, remember in Sabodi Archipelago, go ahead. 
Oh no, Undertaker style. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like remember, remember in Sabote Archipelago where they like they literally like they they used all of their strength and to beat that one fucking uh, uh, pacifista, like the one Kuma yeah. bot, and then they're like, huh, huh, and then another one shows up. That's what I need. I want them to be like, we won, we did it, and then they fucking Undertaker. Yeah, please. If that happens, then it'll all make sense. Then it'll be like, oh, that's why the fights were so short, because it was a fucking misdirect. That's what I'm praying for. I, I feel yeah. like this is a newer trend here, and I, I think I mentioned this a bit in the last time you guys talked about One Piece. It's like, he, he's so burnt out from this long-ass series, and he wants to get towards the end that he's relying more and more more on that, that animation studio. That's why I had that that meeting with Toei. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm seeing this a lot more. Like, There's a there's a big quote in the Ancient Mages Bride subreddit because people treat the, the manga as the storyboard, right? right? And then it's used to flesh things out. Because there's obviously things that are cut from an anime and things that are added in an anime that aren't in that storyboard. It's just used to flat to outline what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And while I understand that, I hate it. Like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna put it out there. I need a, ma- a manga should be able to stand. <coughs> a manga should be able to stand on its own. Okay, because not everyone's gonna watch both. Not oh, every, no. you know what I mean. And like, so for a perfect example, is I, I had zero issue with Fire Force. Uh, Okubo put his whole pussy in every single fucking. Uh, you guys have heard that joke. Before, mm-hmm. right? I'm not just gonna sound like insane. Uh, he put <laughs> he put his whole fucking pussy into every single fight. He, like the Arthur the Arthur dragon fight was like 16 chapters long and like the anime ain't gonna have to add <laughs> shit to that because he added every single goddamn thing like so like but on the same regard he did the opposite shorter, to be honest and I hope not, but they might make it shorter fuck no if they make that fight shorter i'm killing someone in real life this is the evidence use it in court uh but from the same from the same perspective like he he did the the classic, like, one has one ending and one has another ending, and neither one is universally loved by um, by the fan base for Soul Eater. Sure, but not really relevant to what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, I'm right now purely talking about fights, right? Like, I, in terms of fights, if, if it's a fighting manga, you should not skimp out on the fights. The no. only reason that this is happening with Oda is because the man is a freak, and he has 30,000 ideas, and he wants to do them all. That's yeah. it. And, and, like, Ancient Mages Bride obviously isn't a fighting manga. Yeah. I was using that as, like, the standard there. And you you see this dividing as these both of these fucking industries are worked to the bone. Mm. You're seeing the manga go more on that shorter path, uh, and then you're also seeing That's true, yeah. the, the animation go to... This studio's doing this, but this studio's also doing an in-between, and this one's doing an in-between, and this is doing an in-between, to cut the workload for that, so there's a higher turnaround of these shorter anime. And honestly, that it's one of the things that, it makes me really li- appreciate those manga that are probably never going to get an anime. Like, Hanako right now, like, we don't really know if it's going to get a season two, because it's <laughs> on that, like, it's popular, but, like, will it get an a- a season two popular? We don't know, right? Um, so, like... It's kind of like, um, Jason Leibert, uh wrote on my, um... My Norgami volume, like that's the yeah, one thing yeah. you, you can't really control. Manifesting but... a season three, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I feel like authors that don't know if they're getting an anime, they put more work into their manga because that is, at least as far as they know, <laughs> the only way that their story is being told. So, so with Hanako, every single volume, the art is pristine, right? And I feel like it's because that author knows 
well, I can't just, like, piggyback off of an anime. You know right. what I mean? Like, but Oda... Oda knows, especially nowadays, more people are way like I, I would say by leaps and bounds, more people watch the anime of One Piece than read the manga. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so I feel like when you know that, it can subcon, it could consciously or subconsciously, it can make you work less hard on your manga because it's becoming kind of like a, a, a crutch to lean on for him. Go ahead, Thurman. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100. percent um, Hey, because every time I talk about a. Uh, one Piece. Everyone asks me, like, "Do you watch One Piece? Do you watch One Piece?" I'm like, "Like, cause, cause I, it's funny because right now my nerdy thing is like when people always ask me, cause I, you know, I, I wear most like the nerd, like the anime shirts and all that. They're like, "Oh, you like anime? You watch anime?" I'm like, "Yeah, I watch anime, but I mostly read." They're like, "Oh, you read the manga?" They're like, like fucking that. nerd. Yeah, yeah. Most most people but do not have the attention span these. Like when I ask coworkers, they're like, oh, I can't read. I, I don't read shit. Like like it's like a, a thing to brag about. It's so weird. Bro, I get my, my family gives me shit for reading too much. Actually, unbelievable. <laughs> Imagine that's insane. <laughs> like all you do is read, and and you know, and Bill fuck, Barr fuck them, like, Thurman. That's the, you are you are smarter for it. You are smarter than all of them for it. Yeah, they're not. They, I don't think they're like. Like doing like you're doing like mean thing, but All it's right. just like oh my god, it's like oh, so you always read, you know, reading that stuff and blah blah blah. Yeah, what like, would they rather you do? Some fucking dumb <laughs> shit. Like what do they do for fun? I bet it's fucking stupid. So it's because um, it's, it's fuck constantly. From what Thurman said, <laughs> uh, I wish I could do that anyway. <laughs> but um, I, I was thinking of that Family Guy joke where it's like, don't say doing your wife, don't say doing your wife, <laughs> doing your son. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so like um, it's. So when I, because that's mainly mostly all I do. Like, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I really do like anime. It's just, like, I've been slacking heavily on my anime watching. And I, and I admit that. But I mostly just read, like, webtoons, American comics. Well, I've, the older you I've get and the more you want to maximize novels. your time, like, the good thing about reading is that you can, you control the pace. Mm-hmm. Whereas to stay relevant with any show or anything uh, no. like that. Anything like that, you have to be on it like weekly or monthly or you know binge it in a day, you know, to be some of, one of those fucking freaks. Like with Witcher, I had to fucking dodge. Uh, even though I own all the books and the audio books and all of that, like I had to dodge season two spoilers, you know, because obviously there's gonna be things changed <laughs> in, in an adaptation and something like that. I, I it for the first time in like months, I had Black Clover spoiled for me. On Twitter. Damn. Uh, so, like... Gotta block those keywords, boy. I did. Block like more. <laughs> I, strangely enough, mm. I didn't block White Clover. Ha! And that's how I got spoiled. That's funny. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, like... It's funny. I've actually been reading the... Uh, I've been getting impatient with One Piece, and I've actually been reading the fan translations, like, on Wednesday when they come out, because I'm so desperate... <laughs> For like a, a like a reveal that like I keep waiting. I'm like, please, Oda, reveal that you have not been mid, and this is all a master plan. Right. It, it's it's one of those things. Like, and I just want to make sure. Thurman, are you still here? Yeah. Okay. I thought he left. Uh, he's like way in the distance. Up. <laughs> um. But yeah, like that, that's the the thing. Like you, controlling the pace of something like that is so freeing. Uh, that's why I do read a lot more manga and a lot more. But the light art now. has to be good. Oh, like, yeah. like I'm telling you, man. Like Hanako is such a joy to read. Fire, because uh, like Fire Force. I mean, God, Okubo's art got so much better. Because yeah. his early Soul Eater art, I was oh, like, God, what yeah. is happening? <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's touch up. Uh, oh like, yeah, this is the original volume one. <laughs> this is the original oh, show volume me. one. 
Yeah, it's it's really messy. His early art. But like the, those hardcovers that I loaned you are like the the definitive edition where they touched up all the art and everything and went back. Oh yeah, to... by the time it's like volume, you know how you know. I mean, look at how much Oda or Kubo's art changed mm -hmm. from like volume one to volume four. Mm -hmm. Like his uh, that double page spread I made as my Twitter cover mm -hmm. with, with her with Maka uh, doing it's black, like volume black five, black. right? Yeah, it's so good. So like it gets good really quickly, <laughs> but like the art has to be good. And like with fucking like Oda's recent art, art it's just been like. A, a struggle to read, dude. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> it's, it's approaching Mob Psycho webcomic at times. So, uh, the the big one that really got me is like uh, Paru, uh, the Beastars author. I actually kind of like her art. But like, you can see like from volume one to volume two to volume three to volume four, like how much better her art oh, got yeah, progressive, yeah. progressively. I mean, um, I think I think you can perfect your craft over time because even like. Uh, you can notice like some authors even write even even Bleach reading through Bleach uh, I know, Kubo's right? art considerably um, better over the years like it definitely like, gets cleaner. Um, but yeah, like, like, I can like it's almost to like a level of like where I'm like I can see like holy shit like your art like it even blasts over like a lot of authors when you like been been drawing for five to six years like you learn to like. Do some new stuff with your shit, you know what I mean? So, like, like, that ending panel in the, the recent Black Clover chapter is some of the hardest his art's been in a long time. Yeah, in a long, long fucking time. Dude. Holy shit. Shaming um, and Yeah, that one, uh, that one shook me. Um, and then recently, like, the Yo's Fam author, uh, this week's yeah. chapter, like, that, it just, <laughs> something so slice of lifey like that. But the, the art was so well defined in it. Yeah, a little bit repetitive uh, chapters these last couple of weeks, but it works, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so before you go, the series, but you know, before you go, Magu-chan, what are your thoughts? Oh, I'm so sad to see it go, man. It was so good. Yeah, I, I don't think it's gone yet. It, it clearly states that there's a bit more left, but I do think that we're going to potentially have a Chainsaw Man style thing here, a part two down the road. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I think that's what we're coming down to. I think a lot of people are to do like part twos to their stuff now. Like, see, like I know there was a talk about seasonal manga. It's very weird to think about. I love that. The, again, the seasonal trend is so good for like um, the mm. health and, and like just the health in general of anime. It's better than getting rid of this like button. Way, but not only yeah, not only is it better for the health of the creators, but it's way better for the content. Like I mean, again, obviously Togashi is an extreme example, but that man is the ultimate seasonal mangaka. And by seasonal, I mean his seasons are once every 10 years, but when he fucking <laughs> pops shit out, it's it's top, it's 10 out of 10 every single time. <laughs> and it stays at the top of the rankings for a fucking full year. Sells millions. Uh, but no like See, that's the trend that I really think is so cool. And with Magu-chan, there's so much potential there. Uh, obviously, we focused on Ma uh, Magmanak here in this first bit. But we can focus on the Holy Knights and all their shit, because we got introduced to their realm, essentially, a few chapters ago. We can focus on the the other supreme <laughs> deity, the Eldritch Beings here, whatever you want to yeah, call them. Yeah, there's a lot to be left answered, and the fact that we're ending at, like, 80 like 70 or like around the 80s is very very weird exactly so I, I don't think um, either we're gonna get a sequel or <coughs> i don't know but i mean he's ending on his terms i believe so which is a good thing because that needs to happen more because you you have that split here like you have obviously have things like candy for 
and like all those uh, other ones that kind of just didn't work, Red Hood, Nero, all those that just didn't catch on and didn't sell well for those first few volumes, and unfortunately they met their end. But you also have those like Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin and Phantom Seer to a, a, a degree, I would guess you would say, um, that kind of had that natural-ish end. And then you have what seems to be a finale here set up for Matt. Magu, uh, so I'm about to fucking be on the phone all the way to work on the podcast. Let's I love go. it. I love it, Thurman. That's some fucking. That's uh. That's what's it, what's it called? Commitment. I yeah. respect it. We won't be much longer, obviously, because we're at an hour twenty. Um, bro, but like, look at the fucking art of. Hollywood. Oh my god, it's so. Isn't that gorgeous? It is literally some of the most well drawn art. It's like it's so. Hopefully, I nice give VTO to today at work. What's up? They're like, hey, hopefully, I get VTO today at work. Uh, you like, waited hey. till the very moment you had to leave to like, see if that. She does these like beautiful full page things, and like I, that's what I, and then like like so compare this art to fucking poopy fucking rough ass one piece. Like I'm getting so fucking triggered at like it's still it's, it's still a great story, but I mean like ugh, it's just a struggle. It's a struggle <laughs> to read. It's so goddamn rough and scribbly, and then like there's an attack going on over here, and I literally am like, what's it? What's even happening? Like, what's happening? Here? Like, she's getting rammed into something, but like I had to like squint, and I'm like, what? Like, like Oda, Oda used to. I'm not the biggest One Piece fan. I'm not the biggest One Piece fan. That's well established. But what the fuck is that art? Thurman, what are you saying now? That shit, that shit's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, back, are we talking about early Oda art or early Soul Eater art? No, I'm talking about, right now I'm talking about current chapter One Piece art and how booty garbage it is. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Let's go to 260. Clean. Bro, I'm not gonna lie. No, like, that, that one panel where uh, Kid was like, like, did he pull her or some shit? Like, there was one panel. Yeah, that's exactly what I was but, showing like, him. I was showing him uh, the panel where Kid ran Even Whole Cake was better than that. Sorry, go ahead. Finish what you're saying. That's like 200 chapters ago. That that shit. Okay, yeah, that that shit. I was like, what the fuck? I I, I literally I didn't even care enough to skim. I didn't even care enough to do a double take. I just skipped past that shit hella fast. <clears throat> I just assumed what was happening. But I was like, it's it's that's it's for 200 the chapters ago. The R was gorgeous. Yeah, no, I think I think behind the scenes, like he's really struggling. I mean, like this is like like peak One Piece right here. Like, I mean, it's it's clear. That's all I'm saying. That's what I fucking miss is like his art used to be clear and you could tell what was fucking happening in the fights. Like, you know. And what I, I mean? think Oda. I, I think I think Oda's age is catching up with him, and I mean that's I fine. Too. But like, but you can. I think. That. Um, yeah, to like, this I, week. I, I I do believe Very that. Sketchy. I know we have like a, like another like four years until it's ending, but um. I don't think he's gonna make it another four years. And, and that's so sad to hear, but... Uh, I'm sure, no, like, I, I think that's an over-exaggeration. I'm just saying... But, like, I mean, he needs an assistant. He needs a fucking assistant. And he I'm needs. sure he does have them, but I, I don't know. I think I think he's just being pulled in too many directions, because he's Oda, so he's also involved. <laughs> they force him, they don't force him, but I'm sure, you know, I'm sure they peer pressure him to be involved with uh, the anime and the movies, and, you know, he's probably being pulled in 37 different directions. Money, I mean, he's he, their money Oda, Oda, at this point, is just like what Toriyama is. Like, Toriyama is... Toriyama... At this point, is this an advisor to like jump right now? Like, to aim, yeah. aim to score in. It's like, any, in, like anything Dragon Quest, yeah, anything I was gonna say, like Dragon he, Ball. Like, he did, he, like I they, think they, all like, he really they, designed they, in they come to him. They come to Toriyama 
for everything when it comes to like fucking like literally he Toriyama was the man who designed the villains for Jump Force. Like they literally like uh-huh. they literally come to him for shit just because. Like he he's that well, much so they can of a say legend. in the fucking um, marketing Toriyama original character. Yeah, but like so it's, it's just like Oda Oda's like that, right? Like we already know like once One Piece ends, Jump is gonna be like, hey yo Oda, we have a new like Jump game, like Jump Battle Festival. Could you like make like five original characters for this game, please? Yo, if it's called Jump Battle Festival, they need to pay Thurman royalties, right? So that actually sounds <laughs> legit as fuck. That does sound like a Jump game. Uh, but no, like I think all of Toriyama did for Eleven was the pro tag, right? Like that's all he designed, wasn't it? No, he did. Uh, he did three. He did most. He did the, the villains. Like he did Prometheus. He did the. He literally, like literally all the villains looked like Jack. <laughs> you can tell. I love. I love Toriyama, but his designs are so. Um, I'm not even gonna say generic. Are so. No, 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 no. They're generic. They're pretty boring. Uh, <laughs> they're very predictable. Like, they, they, literally every villain, literally, all you the, the original villains... Palace swap them and they would fit right into fucking Dragon Ball. One of the hero costumes from Smash Brothers just looks like Android 17. Uh-huh. I, that's the newest hero. Um, but, like, here, here's the thing. Like, to wrap all of this up um, pretty neatly. Last week, we talked about Troy Baker and his fucky-wucky. Uh... Today, he put out a PR tweet. I put that PR tweet in the fucking group chat. Rad, do you want to read that? Could you remind me? I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about, frankly. Uh, I was probably at work and didn't read it. Uh, so, Sorry, Troy like... Baker uh, was partnering with an NFT uh, group to kind of crowdsource like, voice acting. Where is it? Okay, so, okay, I'm gonna need you guys, someone to explain, full breakdown of what the fuck NFTs are. Oh, I got you, I think, wait. Uh, so. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. No, okay, I think you'll, you'll know better. So, remember those sites that used to exist when we were kids, those, like, 1-800 numbers where you could call and buy a star, and you would get a certificate and own the star? It's essentially that, but for digital art. Uh, yeah, it's, the, the more meta way to explain it is... Rich, rich people have been doing things for a long time to uh, trade money back and forth in a way that doesn't look so sus. Uh, one of the examples of how rich people trade money back and forth, because art is, um, you, you can value it at whatever you want because it's art and it's subjective. People will sell, like whenever you see those stupid pieces of art where it's like a banana on a bar stool and it sells for like $30 million <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, why did this sell? It's usually actually rich people laundering money back and forth. Like, li- literally, that's that's how... And basically, NFTs have become that new thing because all you have to do is, like, buy, a, a like, a digital asset and, like, say, oh, this is worth $30 billion. And then people be like, I guess it's worth $30 billion. It's just stupid. I'm not going to pretend like I understand everything about it, but it's, Neither am I. it's ridiculous and stupid. Uh, but what Troy Baker was doing with this company was yeah, essentially... Yeah, every time someone... Oh, he's dead. Oh, we might have lost him. Hello. Hello. Okay, there. Okay, so... Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, you're good. Go. Alright, so every time, every time someone explains NFT to me, every time I look it up, I get more and more confused. Oh yeah, it's confusing I, as fuck. Like, it's it's like, literally, it's Ethereum 
in the blockchain that is yeah, art. It's like Bitcoin, but like instead of an imaginary coin you own, it's it's an imaginary picture that you own. Usually of some ugly ape. I was going to, for yeah. this podcast, have some art commission of me, my profile picture Ew. in that disgusting style. Gross. Uh, and I'm like, I'm not wasting $150 on this to the five people yeah. that responded to. Get yourself like a low tier artist that'll do it for like 10 bucks. <laughs> um, not saying, you know, hoe them if that's what their prices are. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody responds like it uh, in the 150 to our Twitter is going to be all rich ass with that shit. If that's their price, <laughs> motherfucker, I, I listen, man, you, this, I'm sorry if that's what they fucking price their shit at. I'm just saying go to someone who's valued at that, all right? I'm saying, like, you don't got to get, like, high-tier art. No, 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 no. Someone that's doing little $10 sketches is all I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I was originally looking for, and then everybody was like... There are are people who literally get, like, offended. My whole... Dude, I am... I was the guy that would tip Utena, like, 30 bucks on on a fucking $30. On the thumbnail... I would double her shit, all right? I love artists. On the thumbnail that we never used for that one death battle that was broken, I I tipped her, like, an extra 50 (laughs) on top of it. What, the Muriam versus, uh... Uh, no, uh, uh, well, we did a Xanort versus Eisen, but yeah. the audio was fucked. That was a fun video too. We, uh, we need, by the way, on this podcast that we're doing bi-weekly, I want to bring back the death battles as like a sub. The chaos battles. Yes, yes, of course the bread. And hopefully, the I can animate by that time. <laughs> remember uh, that? Remember, yeah, still, remember when Thunder was going to animate? How, how you doing, buddy? Bro, I've been depressed. That's as a fun. deep fucking cut. Hey. Say again, Thurman? I've been depressed. I've been depressed as fuck. We've all been depressed as fuck. <laughs> so, Thurman, I have a bunch of 3D animation books I found that were from my college that I put in with all the stuff that you left here. This man I'd be proud, because I'm good. Honestly, I'm not going to... It's not going to be like... There's going to be like one one minute melee level, like sprite animation style. You know what I mean? I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, what that shit... Like, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> doing, like, fucking, like... Death battle, like one, like Hune's dojo. That's what you originally said you were going to do. No, no, no. He actually. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, bitch, I'm gonna the fuck did I? Hold on, motherfucker. shut the fuck up. I've got you. I'm vouching for you. Thurman from the beginning has said it was going to be sprite animation. I oh, I know. Yeah. I'm just fucking with him. Uh, I'm in my car. No. I can yell, bitch. I, I fuck the fucking cars next to me. I'm just going to be thinking that I'm fucking, like, fucking yelling at, like, my right wife now. or something. You're divorcing. But like no, uh, so what? This what this company, truck, bro. What this company was doing was they'd already gotten caught doing some sketchy ass shit, and that's why Troy Baker was getting dragged for this. Who is Troy Baker again? He's one of the most prolific voice actors on the planet. Yeah, he, he's well known. He he does. He's done um, Joel from fucking The Last of Us. He's uh, been in like nine million anything things. I would care about. Literally, yeah, pull yeah, up yeah. his wiki. All right. Um. He has this, I think he does anime, anime too, doesn't he? Or just oh, yeah. He does all sorts of shit. Um, but no, like, him being one of the most prolific voice actors and being caught in such a sketchy web, his fucking peers were calling him out like, this is, this is fucking stupid, this is going to cost us work, this is, people are already having their fucking shit oh, stolen by I don't know if you but he did step away from it. Oh yeah, that's yeah. why, that's why I said he put out the PR tweet. Oh yeah, so uh, basically, um... My take on anyone, any celebrity who gets involved in NFTs, those are the sussy ones. Mm-hmm. They're probably doing so, because honestly, it is these. It's like the big thing. I think real it's quick, 50/50. real quick, 
Well, sure. It's either that or they're trying to get rich quick. Because it, it's the new, like, Dogecoin, Bitcoin craze. Mm -hmm. Like, if you do it right, you can get rich on it. So a lot of people are, like, desperately trying to get I, rich. I think it's more management pushing younger, more naive voice actors into it so they can get another bag, too, on the side. Yeah, no, it's they're taking advantage of people mm -hmm. to get rich. So, yeah, you, anyone, the NFT shit, if they're involved, I'm sus of them immediately. Yeah. So, like... Callan's voice actors uh, was in a in on some NFT shit. I was told by uh, Tyler, uh, one of our longtime fans, and that's why I'm like, okay, I'm seeing Mike Shinoda pulled into this, who's one of the most intelligent men I've ever had the convert the pleasure of talking to, uh, lead singer of uh, the rapper for Linkin Park. Um, the rapper, he's yeah, a rapper. he he was the the new metal lag really that worked alongside Chester. He also did, um, fuck, I forget the other band, Fort Minor. Um, he also did Fuck? Is that a new yeah, album? Yeah, well, I mean, he has uh, Fuck. Apparently, he was also the main bount in the fucking Bounce yeah. Arc in Bleach. Yep, he was, uh, <laughs> Lepsky and Not Monster, he was Pain, Yamato. He's Excalibur in Slater, uh -huh. he's Fool, <laughs> he's Fool guy? Oh, that, that's one that matters to me, I just fucking know. Yeah, but, like, Fool. <laughs> like, yeah, cool, make, cool, cool. Go, bro. I, I, I actually almost met him at one of the cons. I literally like, need. Like, go ahead, sorry. Like next to Nolan North, like I met Nolan North. I met Steve Bloom. I met uh, oh what, what's that nigga's name? Uh, Chris Sabat. Oh, didn't nice. didn't care much for didn't care much for Monica Real or uh, Chris Chris what's his name? Chris Chris or Sean? Whatever the fuck, Dolphin's voice Shemmel. actor. And, yeah, Sean Shemmel. Didn't care for those two, but but Chris Sabat. It's dope, right? Uh, and then um, I met Nolan North, Steve Bloom, shit like that. I was so pissed. I never, I, I ran out of fucking money, so I couldn't take a photo with Nolan North. I couldn't meet Troy Baker, but he was there. I saw his beautiful face. So, you know, like, it's great. That's why I'm, when there's cons out here, I'm going to go. You know, there's cons out here and all that. I'm just saying, uh, I need someone to make, like, a fucking animation of uh, Excalibur. Because you know how Excalibur is, like, like people try to talk about fool, and then it'll just say some ob obscene bullshit. I want Excalibur explaining like how great his NFTs are. Like fool, you don't understand the blockchain. <laughs> Please, somebody make that. The legend. For the love of Christ, that's perfect. Somebody make that. Because Excalibur would buy an NFT. He is absolutely the type of character to he do that. He really is. <laughs> but no, like him getting dragged. By that, he ended up going on a lot of Pierce's podcasts and explaining a lot of it. I, I urge people to go watch that. And he really dives into... You're like a full-ass grisp. A full-ass grab of your cat's leg right now. My Hold God. Well, look. <laughs> just, just, just gripped, and she doesn't give a shit. No, Are you really seeing don't. this? I'm, I'm giving your cat a leg hand job right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm done with you. Yeah, His cat's incredibly tired, and I just like full here. gripped its leg. And <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So, so like him getting dragged, going on that podcast, and he got dragged more for trying to explain it away. And then once so much backlash came there, I it's like, okay, I'm stepping away from this product. Project, no, please, please do not, do not, not hire me anybody. Kind of move. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually this. By the way, when right wingers are like, oh, cancel culture. Like, I gotta be honest. This is, <laughs> I know. I want to say that this is the beauty of cancel. Cancel culture is great. All cancel culture is is when you've done something so horrendous <laughs> that the entire public <laughs> is like. 
don't touch that man and don't let him in ever again. It's a perfect way of monitoring public behavior. C cancel culture existed in the medieval times. If you went to someone's fucking doorstep and shit shit in their house, you're going to get canceled because you're a weirdo. Like, like it's, it's all, it's, it's just modern day that. So like the, the, uh, that's the point, right? So like, I love that because right. like, it's the same yeah, thing. Because like, they, People like the quartering yellow flash. I will continually name drop them too. I don't give a fuck. Like people like them, right? Umbrella guy, you know, the young ripper. People like them. They only want the people that they like to not be canceled, and that, uh -huh. that's really all it is. Oh yeah, it's not yeah. the fact that because if you hate cancel culture, you have you can't be biased. You have to hate it for everybody. You know right. what I mean? And no one like, does. So like, because again, yeah, the like, more you, you think it's, about it's it, the more you realize. Like, it's either for people. Do you have to be fair and not want anyone to get canceled, or you have to be like, oh yeah, I cancel culture because that's not how it works. Because for me, I don't want anyone to be canceled. I want people no, I to, um, I, I I want people to be held accountable for their actions. But once they've shown that they have um, repented for their actions. Then the canceling should be done. Yeah, no you perma I mean? cancel, but you cancel them until they've fucking fixed themselves. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And, and, Social ostracization is one of the best ways to get people to change their ways, okay? When I was going down, I was never like a right winger, but like when I had some cringe beliefs, it was my friends telling me like, mm, that's kind of cringe, bro. And me worrying like, oh shit, I don't want to lose my friends. That st st steered mm -hmm. me in the right direction. That shit's important. Yeah, so like, yeah, cause, I cause don't... My thing is, cause, <laughs> my thing is, it's like... People like R. Kelly, people like Rob Turner, people like those, people like them, who clearly have not shown any repentance for their actions. Well, one of them's still in prison, so they really can't. Uh... So like, and like Bill Cosby, like people like that who have done shitty things, <laughs> and they're like Trump, right? Trump does definitely deserves to get canceled because clearly he does not repent for what the shit that he says and does. You know what I mean? So why the fuck would I be so bad for people canceling him when you know? Like he doesn't show any 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 sort sense of like repentance, you know what I mean? And like, there's some people who, of course, like like everything, every every good thing is ruined by bad people. It, it, oh, it yeah. happens. I just same thing. I literally had this the same talk with one of my coworkers at work, where he was talking about how he hates how sensitive people are now. And I'm like, I agree, but at the same time, there's people there, there's people. It's not necessarily like sensitivity, because there are a lot of people who are sensitive now to bullshit that it shouldn't be. But to be fair, it's just a lot of people aren't taking shit that they would have back in 2005. You know what I mean? And I, I brought up certain movements, like Me Too movement, Black Lives Matter. These two movements, at the end of the day, have done more good than harm. True. And are are literally are great movements, but there are always people in those movements who have who use abuse that. You know what I'm saying? And like, there is, has been me, a lot if, of abuse if, of both sides you, of that movement. If you if you tell me you hate the Me Too and Black Lives Matter movement, it's automatically a red flag. Oh yeah. Because to oh, me, yeah. because because to me, you can hate the bad people who will use those movements that are meant for good for their own nefarious schemes, <laughs> like, like they're a villain or some shit. <laughs> but like, they're all like, here's the thing, right? There's always gonna be evil women in the Me Too movement who are gonna use that to get rid of people, male or female, that they don't like, and use that as a scapegoat, send a black class matter. Happened a lot, There's gonna yeah. be people like that. That's just, that's just how it is. And, but you have to understand, you can't generalize those people with the entire movement. And generalization is one of the biggest 
biggest downfalls to man. man I'm so proud of Thurman. He's, mm-hmm. Thurman, you've come such a long way. You, you are smarter, by the way, than like 80% of humanity, just from this. Because like, because so like, think about it, right? Like, who, like, the Me Too movement has definitely, it's good. You, we got, we're getting rid of people in Hollywood who've been getting, letting, been, who's been uh, letting shit slide for so many years. So many people who, who suffered finally got a chance for redemption because of Me Too. But the Me Too movement has been nothing but good. But there's just like a, a little, a little, you know, black ads in there who ruined the movement. But no, that doesn't mean the Me Too movement is bad. It's just like, just like a handful of people who mm-hmm. use that movement to push their own agenda. Same in Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is not evil whatsoever. It's people, it's, African-Americans saying, hey, we're tired of being killed just for walking down the goddamn street. Our lives Let me go get too. my bag of yes. Skittles. Thurman's fucking going off right like, now. This is, yes. Thurman, you keep talking like this, you can get elected president, man. Fucking going <laughs> like, off. Yes. Like, yes, sure there like Thurman than 95% of the people who run for office. <laughs> there's, there's, yes, there are a lot of African-Americans who take it too far and like, yeah, all white people are evil. Yeah, this, this, that. And like, yeah, we should get like half the, half the state, Black Panthers, blah, blah, blah. But no, that doesn't mean that everyone in that movement thinks like that. The, the idea of the movement hasn't changed. It's just like, just like everything, everything, when you have a large group of people, there are Every going to be bad in that rift. group. Yeah, exactly. So every time I see people Specifically, like if people like the Corey Yellow Flash, who were like, "Oh, the Me Too movement, Black Lives Matter." How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet that there's a person in their lives that would try to use one of those movements against them? Is why they're so against them. Especially it's, like the quartering, just... I can figure he would get Me Too quicker than shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like, bro, like any smart human being will be like, okay. You have to understand. Like, I get it. Sometimes it pisses you off because, like, it, no, give me for, in, 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 our, in our profession, you know, we're on any Twitter. You know, like, I I, I don't mind generalizing fan bases because that, that's less hurtful, you know what I mean? Even though that's still not right. good. If it's for, not, if, if, if you're being that. funny, that's one thing. But it's just, just like any group. It's like you just said. Like, the, the bigger the group, the more cringe. Look at yeah, look to my hero or Naruto or Bleach. I mean, we've had this conversation a thousand times. Every one of yeah, those so, like, fan even, groups. He's even fucking that, greed and full on alchemist. There you go. <laughs> like, even <laughs> even that, I'm, I'm trying to stop with generalization. <laughs> I, I give myself a pass for that. It's it's just a fan base. You're not hurting anyone. But like when you generalize like like gender, race, like a movement that's literally designed for good, will we'll get ruined no, by the, the fucking PC cords either. Handful of people. Like I, I, I it, it, it literally blows my mind that. People like because back when the Me Too movement was, was in its strongest, and people were like, "Oh, I hate the Me Too movement. It's just an excuse for women to come out and uh, and uh, accuse." Yeah, Eminem that's fucking and, projecting no, that's, hardcore. The, those people are hiding some dumb. shit. That's fucking dumb, right? Like that was my the, thing is the biggest one for that like, was like the pro wrestling there's, circle. There's, there's always going to be bad people in that group. There's always going to be shitty women who are going to use that movement who was designed for good and has done a lot of good. We got a lot of people out of Hollywood because of the Me Too movement. I, people, people forget that, though. And there's always going to be bad women in that community 
who are going to try to use that to get rid of people that they don't like or in the Black Lives Matter situation to where they're going to use that to get rid of people that don't like. But it doesn't mean the whole movement's bad. It's just those individuals are bad. But people are so fucking stupid, they're not realizing, like, oh, shit, I shouldn't generalize the whole entire movement just because two or three people. And that's why what pisses me off about certain races is just like, bro, you're making your race look bad. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, it, it, it pisses me off. Specifically as a black man, when I see African-Americans do dumb shit, because it's just like, bro, every other race already looks at us with disdain, and you're making, you're not helping. They shouldn't, they shouldn't generalize us, but they do, because people are, the average human's fucking retarded. Or stupid, rather. I'm trying to get that in my vocabulary, too. But, like, the average person is going to generalize, and, that, and, and that's the downfall of humanity, generalization. Because everyone does it. I don't give a fuck who you are. You do it all the time. Yeah. And, like, and, that, and that's what pisses me off when people and like where people are like, oh, all men are shit or all women are shit and shit like that. Like if you're like joking, okay, well, whatever. I'm not gonna, you know, like fucking blah, over like a fucking joke, a clear joke or whatever. You know, I'm not Twitter, but it's just like, bro, like, like you're not. Why are you? Why is like a post saying I hate all men getting like a million likes and shit when it's literally the same thing as saying I all hate all women. Like it's so fucking stupid. Why generalize? And then it's the easy, biggest. Excuse- I think it's it's just like it's empty. It's smooth brain shit. Like it's 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 quicker and easier for people to do that when they're upset at something, right? It's like I don't know. Like like it's really satisfying for me to just like say that I would Thanos snap all anti-vaxxers right now if I could. Would I really? I'd have to think about it. You know what I mean? But like uh, you would. <laughs> I'd think about it. I, I, you know, like if I had the Death Note, I, I, it's so funny how um, your view on Death Note really changes the older you get. Uh, that's a geniusly written show because you mm-hmm. start to see maybe Light wasn't wrong about everything. <laughs> it's uh, so funny. I have, I have a whole fucking uh, voice memo of you saying like you're scared of people who agree with Light, and now you're like, uh, yeah, like, you yeah know, oh yeah. The older I get, man, the more I get. I, I, the only thing that Light was wrong about was his whole deity complex. That was the one downfall of Light's morality. I think. I mean, um, the older you get the more you start to kind of see the side of the villain right yeah because you've seen more and more and more bad shit happen well because villains are decided usually by whoever's in power right so like we you know whoever's in power kind of uh, what's the law assigns the villain role you know what i mean i'm Mm -hmm. trying to give a good example like um uh, I guess I'm watching Soul Eater right now. The, the witches have been assigned as the villains because they are the ones not in power, and Death seemingly is the one in power. Um, and uh, and like you know, I imagine if that was reversed, it'd be the opposite. Where like because people who aren't in power and desperately want power are going to do fucky shit to get said power. Mm-hmm. It's easy for America to now be sitting pretty and be like, look at how, you know, you, you see what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Um, look at these barbarians. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I look mean, at the Mongols. Yeah, yeah, you know, so like, I, I get it. And like, I think I think the, the, the two flaws of Light's philosophy were the deity thing, but also he, he could have maybe taken socio-politic or socio-economic factors into his, because uh, I wouldn't have killed like petty theft criminals, you know, and, like shit like that. Like I, if I was doing, if I was doing the light shit, I wouldn't even have gone for like most criminals. I think I would have gone for more like politician-y types <laughs> and made an example because the quickest way to lower crime is not to just Batman style. I know Batman doesn't murder them, but you know what I mean? It's not. I mean, just... it, he technically does <laughs> by extenuating circumstances. This person is now in medical debt for the rest of their life. He died of blood loss uh, three days later. Doesn't count. I didn't kill him. You know, this person over here needs four transfusions. 
a fucking transplant for his collapsed lung. Right, but it's like people say, right? Bruce Wayne can do a lot more good by just donating all of his money to something, right? Mm-hmm. But light, I think it, the best way to use the Death Note would be, a, a, I'll take the perfect example is like, remember when Mitch McConnell was the one guy blocking the $15 dollar minimum wage? Like mm-hmm. he could have, but he, yeah. That's the moment where you fucking, you, you fucking <laughs> off. Uh, again, uh, keep in mind, <laughs> FBI. Hold on, hold on now. Wait, wait. <laughs> FBI. FBI over up. FBI. Wait, I'm talking, <laughs> everybody shut the fuck up. I'm talking about a fictional notebook that fictionally kills people, all right? This is a this is a fanfic. This is in Minecraft, okay? So, uh <laughs> this is a dream as it be. This is a podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, so in in Death Note, if I was Light Yagami, a fictional character with a fictional book that fictionally kills people, <laughs> uh I would I would what I would do is I would off bitch Bacconnell uh, no relation to Mitch McConnell, um, and and he would and he would be dead, and I would fucking, and I would you know how you can like make them write shit like as they're dying? I would be like, I would I would be like a message like the next fucking politician that votes against said good bill, same shit's happening to them, and I would just keep doing that shit until the fucking message was clear. That's all you got to do. You just fucking <laughs> world leaders, world shut the fuck up, you COVID whore. World leaders are who he should have targeted. Again, this fictional series, yeah. Kim Jong Un, you know. Yeah. Oh Putin. yeah. That's all I'm saying. In this story, that is fictional. Like, no, the, the, enti- the entire, literally, the entire research, the entirety of a dictatorship family, and there's at least. One good person in there, keeping them alive. If not, off the whole family. Yeah, me- remember, remember Kim Jong Un's hot sister that everyone was simping over. Hot sister. <laughs> she was hot. I can't help it. Who was? Who was? Who apparently was worse than her actual brother oh, when yeah. it comes to political shit? Supposedly. Oh my god. Don't matter. Still hit. <laughs> like she was literally evil. Apparently. I'd fuck her over the nuke button. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure the titties don't hit the red button. <laughs> imagine, imagine, her, imagine your son being born sure and you're like, and you're like, Dad, Mom, what happened? You see, son, you were born. <laughs> why, why am I hated at school, Dad? Well, you see, son, you were a product of uh, uh, my lost nuclear, <laughs> nuclear explosion. <laughs> nuclear explosion. And why I fucked your mom was a bat was the wrong place, wrong time. And uh, <laughs> it, it, it's like it's like the one it kid. Only half of China. <laughs> you were a byproduct of the nuclear holocaust. <laughs> it's gonna be like that one child who who's gonna who's gonna be like shamed for life because their parents. Uh, uh, burnt like started a fire for half of California because of a gender reveal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now all of China knows you're here. Um, wow. Yeah. But I'm just saying, bro. That would have been. I mean, like that would have been. See, that that really is Light's biggest weakness is the the lack of knowledge that poverty creates crime. So if he could have just if he could have just focused his Death Note powers on abolishing poverty as much as possible through policy changes, through threatening world leaders with a fictional death boat book. That's how you do it, baby. I'm just saying. <laughs> I like how you have to put the fiction on everything he's saying. You damn right. I, I ain't gonna have any of this out of context uh, coming up to bite me. <laughs> Bro, you already know we we have some shit. We are we're, we're on a list for sure. <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> just to give you an idea, they they take this shit seriously. I saw there's a guy on TikTok who um. Uh, he had a story time, and his story was that when he was 13 on on Reddit, 
um, he, he did this thing on Reddit where he was like, Hey, if you guys PayPal me five bucks, I'll record like anything in this voice that I can do like any lines you want, whatever. And one of them was, Oh, say, and I don't, I shouldn't, I don't even want to say it, but it was, it was say this thing. And it was basically like at this exact time, I'm going to kill this exact politician and this exact way. You know what I mean? Like they, they told him to say that. And it was like this very specific threat that he recorded and put out on the internet and like a secret service guy literally came to his house and was just like, you know, he had to have the talk like, Oh, I'm sorry. It was just a Reddit thing. Yada, yada. And they gave him like, you know, like one of those slaps on the wrist. Like, okay, don't do that. <laughs> like don't they, they take it that. seriously. Yeah. No, I, um, so in college I ended up having to take a fucking, uh, hacking and counter pressure class. Yep. And the, the second you're in that, because you are learning the ways to hack and implement countermeasures, you're on a list. It's insane the amount of fucking stupid shit that gets you put on those kind of lists. So now for the next, uh, I think, three more years, I'm on a watch list because of a class I took in college. So be careful what your, what your degree is, and also be careful what you say on the internet. That's your lesson for this segment of the fucking podcast. Full blanket disclosure. Uh, Nothing that was said in this podcast is serious in any way. Uh, we are very, very non-threatening white guys. At least black. him and I are. And right. Thurman's the most non-threatening black guy in existence, so... He is literally a teddy bear. <laughs> um, no, but, like, out of all... Thur of Thurman has been shamed out of black communities for not being black enough. <laughs> God. Yeah. <laughs> not inaccurate. <laughs> I almost choked on all this right, well, contract. I'm at work. <laughs> I, I literally stayed on this podcast all the way to Amazon. Now it's time to lift boxes. Oh, mm -hmm. lovely. Uh, make sure my Dr. Stone Volume 20 gets to me in one piece. Oh, uh, I'm sure he's handling it over in fucking bum fucking... No, <laughs> it's probably coming from down the street 15 minutes away. Uh, but no, like... Bro, I think I forgot my... I, I literally think I forgot my hoodie today. Holy shit. Wrap this podcast up in a nice, neat little hour and 45-ish minute bow. Thanks for tuning in. I do want to make one final disclosure. Um, we've been talking about doing game tournaments uh, for a Have long we? time. Have we? In the Discord. Oh. Um, <laughs> Red is like, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> you don't really actively participate in the Discord. Which Too many notifications. You, you are... An admin, you are a host on the channel. Tag me and I'll show up. Tag it, me. It is a proven fact if you tag me yeah. I'll show up. Uh, but no, like, we talked well, about... Well, I forgot uh, my hoodie, so I'm going to be here cold all That's uh, Ask someone to borrow one. We talked about doing game tournaments for a while, and specifically a lot of the mods and I are older heads in Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, Master Duel just came out. And it is a viable yeah. platform. We've all been goofing around with it in some regard. So I do want to get a tournament started for that. So I'm going to be putting up a community post around the same time that I do this. Upload this to all the platforms it goes on to. Um, and then oh, in, that, in that community post, if you would like to be entered, there will be a link to the Discord to where you can join. Uh, react, to your, react to the role that you've read the rules. You'll get access to the general gaming channel. Put in like your a screenshot of your Master Duel ID. We'll add you to the pool. And I would like to get that off the ground sometime in late February. Yeah, um, don't, don't be upset. There's only like three people in the pool. <laughs> there will probably be me, Luke, uh, Zangetsu, Ann Arbor, and you. Uh, but like, <laughs> be, bro, I'm going to get my shit done. I just started playing the game. Like, right, it's like, but if like, we're talking like Hearthstone, Shadowverse, like Legends of Runeterra, bro, I'm I there. Had, I, I have not actively played Yu-Gi-Oh! since like 2012. 
Bro, I, I, I literally don't even. <laughs> I literally have to play the tutorial still. X summoning, Link summoning. Bro, what the fuck? On crack right now. Oh yeah, look she's, look, she's literally in gremlin mode. Oh my god, she's behind the bed. Uh, but you no, like your cat from Red. He's too fascinated with it. <laughs> Dude, it's it's being a freak. I don't even know what to tell you. Uh, I mean, it, to put it in perspective for those who can't see it because it's like off camera, my Bro, cat you know, is in the little pocket behind the bed where the pillows are usually. She has moved you the know, pillows out of and, the way. And her head is like... Like poking out like, of like it. Doing, doing one of these, just like looking over, and she's like batting shit off the bed. You guys yeah. remember that show on Disney? Uh, Kid vs. Cat? This yes, I remember it. This is red. It's like having like, <laughs> have, have, like a rivalry with <laughs> cat. It's like secretly an evil alien on another planet. Right. You were the one that was talking to your dog this whole damn podcast. I want to hear your But story. like... I, I want to yeah, do that. I want to do like a fighting game tournament. We've done some Smash events over on the Twitch as well, and obviously we'll be streaming like the Master Duel tournament over on Twitch in some regard. I'll beat any motherfucker in Smash. Come at me. Bro. Uh, you won't beat Andrew. I think the best chance I had was when I was playing Sora. Yeah, and I was just a douche with Sora. <laughs> Uh, but no, like, we want to do more of those kind of events over on the Twitch as well, and then Red streaming through, now that I'm post-COVID, uh, streaming through Kingdom Hearts as well, we'll start that in the next couple weeks, and then catching up with Record Ragnarok and Dr. Stone, because there's some dope shit happening in Dr. Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, with that, any final thoughts from anybody? Thurman, uh, how you feeling today? You excited for work? Hello? Thurman! Hello? Final thoughts for yes. you. Oh, yeah. I'm in Amazon right now looking at all these people getting ready to sell their souls. Uh, 16 I really, plays of this. I really enjoyed this nice. podcast. It really reeked of old Controlled Chaos vibes. It makes it made me feel like I was yeah. 23 again. Uh, <laughs> and you? 23 and me? Can we, yeah, get, a, I, can we get a sponsorship was, from them? <laughs> Go out there. Now I'm about to have everyone look at me like I'm some sort of freak. How, how dare phone. you have a conversation on a phone? How the fuck are you a freak? <laughs> All right, well, I'm heading to walk up. All right, I'll see you already, later, Thurman. My... Say goodbye to the audience. Bye. Already my manager's... I didn't have a mask on. Already my manager's, like, pointing at me to my mouth. Mask why why don't you have a mask on? Because I literally, I literally just got a mask. I literally have two custom masks in my backpack, but I'm too late to take them out. Do I get the mask from the front? They know what I'm talking about. Double mask up or put on a can. Don't, don't, don't want that Rona. Trust don't, me. Don't get in trouble. I'm more concerned about you getting in trouble. As long as you're vaccinated, I don't give a fuck. Bro, this is a business manager. I feel like I, I only see on am here late or early because, like... Oh, shit. I forgot my charger, too. Dude, you're fucked. You're fucked today. Oh, I have fun <laughs> with that shit. Uh, but no, like, final thoughts for me, like... This, like you said, like this is old energy. Being in the same room, you know, mm -hmm. filming all this. Okay, I'm getting caressed by Red right now. This is nice. Say, oh, I'm glad you like. That. <laughs> uh, but no, like this, this energy is what really drives me to do oh, content like oh. this. I, I can't wait to do like skits on these. Skits, I, baby. We gotta uh, bring the skits back. Next podcast, we'll bring the skits back. Because we'll all be safe and healthy and happy. The cat's about to rip the wires out of the way. Oh, yeah. She's about to knock Google off. What oh. the fuck? Oh, my God. She is, like, crazy. And Thurman just left the Thurman's call. Thurman's dead. 
so, I, I was just thinking about this. What if while we were having that conversation about Schmitch Schmushmanel, um, fucking, we got like a notification that he like had died. Or something? <coughs> Uh, upsetting. No, uh, I mean, no, I mean, not upset. It'd be great if he was dead, but like, I wouldn't want it to be associated with me at all. Like, remember that that happened to me with um the Playboy Mansion guy. Remember that? Right. We were talking about Hugh Hefner and Hugh Hefner died like ten minutes later. Yeah, we we did a skit about a not a skit. We were talking about we did an update video and I was in a robe and I said I'm here in my Hugh Hefner robe and then like ten minutes later he died. That was weird. Mm-hmm. We achievement hunted him. <laughs> no. Like like Betty White. They were talking about like. Two days before she <laughs> That man, uh, he, he expelled more semen than any man had ever expelled, and he just oh, killed God. him. Yeah. I mean, you know he, he was clearly fucking all those Playboy men. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, that's like, all he did all day, right? Like, there, there's a documentary out now from, uh, from like, the perspective of one of the bunnies, and, like, oh the God. amount of shit that his ex-wife is destroying now is basically essentially revenge porn. Why even have a wife if you run the Playboy mansion? Like, what's the point? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my uh, God. But anyway, like, this old school energy's great. Like, I fucking love this. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, feet on the street! Wiki feet for red! Oh, dude, please. Wait, unironically? Unironically. Can someone please make me a Wiki feet page? I've always wanted to have one to feel, like, famous. Here it is. Check the different angles. Different. You are not getting my feet on this. I'm sorry. Get the other one. My feet are disgusting. Yeah, mine are a little stinky right now because of uh, work and shit. I mean, he drug me right into this. I didn't get to have a ch- shower yet. Yeah. Um, well, mine have like a giant callus on the mm, big toe. Mm, mm. Make me a wiki. All right, hey, first person to make me a wiki feet. I don't even know how that works. I don't know if you have to have enough people. If you, for whoever makes me a wiki feet page, I will. Uh, I'll pay probably five bucks. Okay. Hit me up. Prove, just, prove, prove me you did it. Just don't. PayPal him to say things on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, don't do And that. with that, peace. peace. I'm gonna go take a shit.